you could please pray the words, come Holy Spirit, with me three times. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, I thank and praise you for creating everybody here who is here tonight. I ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon them and fill them. Fill them with your light, your peace, and your truth. Help them hear your words. Help them hear your voice. And help them come closer to you through this holy sacrifice of the Mass. And I make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just like, if you're tired, I just want to say that's okay. Um, I think during this time of year, it's just a, just a, 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 a time to know that it gets dark the fastest in the month of October. Um, but if you're like into your faith, you like don't care about that because the month of October is just like jam-packed full of lives of the saints. There are so many. And what the saints do, we, we talked about that last week, right? So the saints, they reveal Jesus, who is the light of the world. They reveal Jesus to others. And then what our goal to do on campus is really to bring light into all the dark places, especially as this is the time when the heaviness sets, sets in, when it's easy to kind of cocoon ourselves and isolate ourselves. But just the thing about light is that you can have one light, and that's great. But when, when you stay together and you all have a light shining in a certain direction, it, it, it's so much brighter, it's so much more powerful, it's so much more impactful. So I really want to encourage you um, as we journey together into this month where it gets the darkest, the fastest, to stick together. Very clearly, there's, there's another way of doing that. You can stick together with, with, with people who, who are obsessed with darkness. Jesus looks very clearly at that in our, in our gospel today. He's in the vineyard. We've been in the, we've been in the vineyard for a long time. I think next week we get out of the vineyard. We've been in the vineyard for like four Sundays in a row. So I'm kind of like happy about that. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but there's these other people who are, who are only looking to destroy and scatter and just make things worse. They actually, you know, they say they stoned one of the servants. They, they beat one and they killed one, right? And the, he's like, the vineyard owner's like, okay, I got it. I'll send my son. Like, clearly, like, why would you kill the, the vineyard owner's son? He's giving you everything you need. He's giving you, again, a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. But the, their first thought is, let's kill him. Let's put the lights out. Let's not let any light in this area. And there's just no sense of respect. There's no sense of gratitude. And... Jesus ends our gospel by saying, therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. Fruit needs light, right? You can't grow fruit in the dark unless someone's a botanist and here can tell me wrong, but I'm pretty positive that fruit needs light. And sometimes the reason why our community or other communities, we don't bear fruit, we don't produce the fruit of God, again, which is patience, kindness, gentleness, right? Love, mercy. What we don't is because... We scatter and we shine our, all of our lights in the wrong direction. And the vineyard owner very clearly, he says to us today, like, surely they'll respect my son. Some translations say, surely they'll listen to my son. Are we listening? The word listen and the word silence are spelt with the same letters. And I think this is why I want to, I mean, this is not why, but this is why the Blessed Mother has been appearing so much in the past 200 years. So because I'm so holy, I went on ChatGPT to look up and ask the question, um, how many times has the Blessed Mother appeared in the past 200 years? 
and ChatGPT was like driving me bananas. I don't know if you've ever been in any situation where you're looking for an answer, you just can't find it. Because I figured ChatGPT, like AI should know, right? So I go on there and it says, well, we can't say how many times she's appeared. I'm like, well, and that's like they've been like, well, is it like around 100? Like 100, is that a good? She's like, about 100 is good. I'm like, okay. So the Blessed Mother in the world has appeared over 100 times. And I think it's because we don't respect her son sometimes. It's, it's because we don't, we're not listening to him. And tomorrow is the first time ever that Our Lady of Champion will be celebrated as a solemnity. That means it's the highest feast uh, in the church. So she's also the, our backdrop here. And I ask you the question tonight, like, who or what has brought you the most peace in the past year? And the one thing, if you ever go to, go to the shrine, which is, again, only an hour north of here, by the way, it's not a long trip. We all waste time more on Netflix and scrolling on our phones, right? So, like, making that trip. But the one thing that everybody says when they go there is it's so peaceful. I just feel so much peace. My brother went there as a skeptic. My brother Nathan, he's about 18 to 20 months older than me. I don't really know. I'm not good with math. Um, he went as a skeptic, and he was just coming fresh out of divorce, and he went to the place where the Blessed Mother appeared. For those you know, it's called the crypt because in a basement because they have it protected with all these candles and a lot of beautiful things on there. And he said, okay, like, if you're real, like, just whatever. I'm totally skeptical. And he just heard the Blessed Mother say something to him they never heard before. So he's, he's freshly divorced. He's wounded. He's trying to do the single parent thing. And the Blessed Mother said, don't ever forget Lucy's smile and her laugh. And he broke. Lucy's his daughter. And she's a light. The word Lucy means light, right? And, she, and he just said that that was the first time where he felt that this place is different. This place is peaceful. And this place, and, and the Blessed Mother has for sure, for sure appeared here. So I just want to go through what the story of Our Lady of Champion is because this is our state. People are always ask me, what's the, what's, what's, what's the best state in the United States? And I always say Wisconsin. It's not because of Lake Michigan. It's not because of the Packers. It's not because of Miller Lite. It's not because of all those things. It's because the Blessed Mother appeared here. She came to Wisconsin. And she's a bright light for a lot of people who are looking for peace. So it was a woman named Adele Bryce who came from Belgium at a young age, and I'll talk about her more in a little bit, but they immigrated to Wisconsin a little before the year 1859. And Adele would, would go to Mass, and I just think it's so important for us to like, know what it looked like up there. Like They said like the sun couldn't reach through the forest. It was so heavily forested. Like Can you imagine what that would be like, right? Kind of like how it is outside right now, just dark. But one day she saw this woman, just marvelous light, near a maple tree and, and, and between a maple tree and a hemlock and, and Adele just gazed at her and she was just totally frightened and she stood, stood till until the vision went away. And it's, it's always important to pray and like ask, is it you, God? Is it you, Jesus? Is it you, Mary? Is it you, Saint, so-and-so, if they're, if they're coming to your life? But she, she went out and she told her parents and they wondered if it was a soul from purgatory who needed prayers. Like, they didn't, they didn't know what was going on. And then a few days later, she was on her way to Sunday Mass, and she walked through these heavy forests 11 miles. Like, clearly she loves Jesus, right? So if you're willing to do that. But then she walked past those two trees, and 
now she's with her sister and her neighbor. And Adele sees this woman in white. She froze in fear and said, there's that lady again. Her two friends didn't see anything. And again, all, all that they thought it was, again, a poor soul in purgatory who needed prayers. And they waited a few minutes and the vision just disappeared. And after Mass, Adele went to confession, which is always a, a good thing to do when you're in a state of confusion. Receive the grace of God. Receive the mercy of God. And, he, and she told her pastor about this woman she was seeing in white. And he told her, if it happens again, ask the lady in God's name who she is and what she wants. So on her way back from Mass, Adele saw the lady for the third time on October 9th, 1859. And the lady was more beautiful than she remembered her, but she also had a yellow sash around her waist. She had a crown around her head and she had long golden hair. For those who are blonde, also think like, how could the Blessed Mother ever come with blonde hair? Well, when the Blessed Mother appears, she always appears as the people look, to say, I'm with you. And Adele could barely look at her because she was so beautiful, and she had such a sweet face, says Adele. She fell to her knees, and she said, in God's name, who are you and what do you want? The beautiful lady responded, I am the queen of heaven who prays for the conversion of sinners, and I wish for you to do the same. Adele began to cry because she knew that this was going to be her mission in life. At a young age, she had a deep love for Jesus and the Blessed Mother, and she promised God at a young age that she would become a, a religious sister. And Our Lady was, was asking her, why was she waiting so long to fulfill her mission? And maybe that's you here today. What are you, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for the stars to align? Are you waiting for a Marian apparition? Already happened, by the way, right? And, and Adele had this sense that I, I got to start moving. I got to start making changes. And there's this personal mission that God gives us through Our Lady's her, her intercession. But Adele went deeper and she asked a question. When she said, who is it and what do you ask? She asked, she asked what more can I do for you? That's a, that's a powerful question. That's a question that saints ask. And she asked, what more can I do for you? And then the Blessed Mother looked at Adele and said, I need you to teach the people here how to make the sign of the cross. That's how poorly catechized they were. Teach them their catechism. Teach, teach them the teachings of the church so there's less confusion. How to properly approach the sacraments. How to properly receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus and the Holy Eucharist. That is what I wish for you to do. And then she says the words that are most quoted from Adele. Uh, to Adele, which is, which is, go and fear nothing, and I will help you. St. Paul said very simply today, like, fear nothing, have anxiety about nothing. And how many of us struggle with that? All of us should probably be raising our hands, right? But then we want peace, right? So anxiety comes from, the, the word is, 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 it means to be in pieces. And the Lord, the Lord through St. Paul tells, like, let, make your petitions known. Tell, like, make your supplications known. Like, the Lord wants to hear you ask him things. And then, so think about what is beautiful. Think about what is good, what is true, what is most excellent. Think about the higher things. 
because we look at like school, we look at what's happening. I mean, we all know next week is pub crawl, right? Like it's, it's so easy to get depressed and our, our lights just go out. But Adele had this sense of all these people in this dark forested area in need of something. And, and I, I think Adele felt a lot like a lot of us because she was full of excuses. I'm sure Adele thought like, what are other people going to think about me? A lot of people don't know this, but Adele at a young age, she lost an eye. And some of us think like, well, I'm, I'm, not really, I'm not really good enough. I'm not smart enough, right? Adele didn't know how to read and she didn't know how to write. I don't have what it takes, many of us say, right? I'm not beautiful or attractive. I only have one eye, right? What, what if they make fun of me? What if they reject me? Yet Adele trusted in this call to faith and belief in Jesus Christ through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. She had this deep faith, and it, and it, it was a 12-year mission. So for 12 years, she would go to people's houses and ask, can I catechize your children? Can I teach them about the sacraments? And... A lot of them couldn't afford to pay her, so what she would, or they wouldn't, they wouldn't pay her anything. And she said, well, I'll, I'll clean your house for you. And she was doing that. And she was, and she was also, over years, she was like burning herself out, right, by doing too much work. And then her priest said, you need to build a school. You need to start letting them come to you. And it was through that, like, that obedience that God provided in miraculous ways. Other religious sisters would join her They start in, in the order. And sometimes they didn't have any food. And Adele has never forgot those words, go and fear nothing, I will be with you. No food. The next morning, a guy in a horse and carriage would just bring in food and say, I don't know why, but I'm supposed, I feel like I'm supposed to give you this food. Do you need food? And the Lord would just provide because the Blessed Mother didn't lie to her. And then people began to, to, to bring their kids there. And some people did, did, did awful things there. They would, they would drop their kids off and abandon them there. And they'd be orphans. But they knew that the Blessed Mother appeared there. They knew there was something special about this grounds. And fast forward 12 years, and then things got really bad. There was a Pashtago fire. A lot of people don't know about the Pashtago fire because it happened the same time as the Chicago fire. But the Pashtago fire was way bigger. It was so big that I actually went from Pashtago over the Bay of Green Bay into, the, into Door County. It was that strong burned down a million and a half acres of land. And people would go to, to this place in Adele, where Adele was, and the fire like literally went around the property. Adele had people bring in their most valuable items. They would bring in their cattle. They'd bring in some valuable item. And the fire was said to have gone, gone over the property. You can go there this day, and the fire, actually, some of the wood fence was burned, and the other side is totally fresh paint. Adele would go around with the statue of the Blessed Mother asking for her protection. And, and the priest that was there, he said that it looked like, an, like the shrine looked like an emerald in a heap of ashes. Or you could say a light in the heap of ashes. And we're so blessed that our bishop, he's so holy, he, he, he took this cause to say, is this legit? Is this real? Because people were having miraculous healings there. People were being healed of Lyme's disease. People were being healed of cancer, of mental and emotional illness. But again, everyone who went there, they felt one thing for sure, which was peace. So, in, so our, our bishop, what he did is he took two Mariologists who are to be devil's advocates, not the best word for church things, but they're against the cause and one's for it. And they bring it forward and they, they brought it to the Vatican. It's been approved. It's legit. 
and it's, it's, it's just been renamed from Our Lady of Good Help to Our Lady of Champion, and tomorrow will be a solemnity just to celebrate that. Are you listening? The Blessed Mother is here to help you. And she's right in our backyard. And all you have to do is ask for her help. And she'll probably say the same thing to you. Go, fear nothing, and I will be with you. Because wherever Mary comes, she's going to bring you closer to her son, Jesus. It never ends with Mary. And Adele, again, had one eye. Wasn't the smartest. Couldn't read. Couldn't write. What she did is she, she believed. She believed that Jesus was who he said she was. He was. And the fires are going to come. They're going to come in your life. But you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. If you put your trust in God, if you listen to these messages, you listen to these stories, what happens is the anxiety goes away. Anxiety is us looking into the future, looking past Jesus. And it just makes us think, what if, what if, what if, all these negative things. And sometimes we can't see. We don't know where the Lord's calling to us. And that's why faith is, it's always a risk. And Adele was able to help so many people. And I believe she'll be a saint someday. And becoming a saint, again, is somebody who reveals Jesus to others. And that's our goal to be a light in the darkness. So whatever's stirring in your heart, the Lord is just, is just probably wanting to have a conversation with you. As the Blessed Mother appeared three times to Adele, she told him earlier, I was going to do something, but she hadn't done it. She didn't do it yet. There's probably something that you said you were going to do a while ago too, to make a change, to do something different. I think the question is just very simply, like, what are you waiting for? You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can make decisions today. The Lord waits for us so much just to come to him and follow through. And thank God that Adele did. So we take a moment of silence and we just pray for you, Holy Spirit, to fill us, to fall upon us, to help us know that we are loved, we are lovable, and that you have a mission for each of us. And we ask you, Our Lady of Champion, to adopt our campus, to pray for the conversion of our campus to help us remain in communion with one another, to have true community. And to not be afraid to where, you're, where you are calling us. We ask you to be with us. We ask you to encourage us to not be afraid. And we ask you, Our Lady of Champion, to put all, all, all fires of anxiety in our hearts this day. We pray that we may work hard in this vineyard for the conversion of this campus so it won't be taken away from us. We pray for the grace to produce the fruit that God has given us. So come Holy Spirit and have your way. Don't just change the way we think, but change the way we live. Amen.